What's up, critical thinkers? My tribe, my peeps. Don't forget, my brand new social media platform is live in the app stores. All the links at kidcarson.com or just go to the Apple store or go to the Google, uh, whatever they do, Android. You know where to find it. Just search up Kid Carson, K-I-D-C-A-R-S-O-N. We are building community. We're doing special live shows, all the stuff, all the things happening on the app. So hope to see you there. I love having people on the show where we can just chalk up conversation about anything. And Dr. Geneve Burley seems to be one of those people. She was on my radio show a bunch of times. She's a chiropractor here in Vancouver and an internationally renowned movement expert. She's funny and she's here in the studio. Actually, you know what? I'm going to mention quickly that Geneve was here about a month or two ago and we had this conversation She went home and then texted me and said, I don't feel good about it. So we didn't put it out there. I just want to say I'm glad to be back because we talked earlier and I went home and I felt all this anxiety and fear. And I'm like, that's not the person I am. And I think at that time, too, I just come off a couple months of being very harassed and bullied by someone. So it was Mm. kind of this like you kind of remain in a little bit of fear and then then you meditate on it and try your best to pull out some forgiveness, which is... (laughs) which is a whole thing in itself. That's a whole riddle. Yeah. Forgiveness. Yeah. We did have a conversation. We talked for like an hour. Yeah. And then we decided not not to put it out there. No. And it was me. And I just was like, I'm, I'm kind of scared because Mm. I get, you know, I'm, I'm governed by the chiropractic body that, you know, I, I never think I say anything wrong, but you never know. And, 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 and I, I, I don't like feeling like that. Yeah. But I don't today. Well, cheers. Cheers. Our, our, um, kombucha. And, uh, I feel like some of these conversations should be drank like like a like some, a fine like a fine kombucha. Yeah, no, I mean like we should be having whiskey or something. <laughs> for some of these, you know what, kid? I would have whiskey, but I made a I made a bet with my daughter that I wasn't going to drink until September tenth. Okay. Now that doesn't mean I'm not going to do anything else. Right there, you go. Because some of the, sometimes these conversations need yeah. a little bit of like something. Yeah, right? but I I uh, I did make that bet, and then I realized I have like X Y Z events coming up, and I'm like. Um, you know, I'm probably going to be 150 bucks, but that's okay. Yeah, you're uh, good. good. <laughs> I first see it. So what's new? What's happening? You, oh. you, you messaged me and said, hey, you know what? I'm feeling like I'm ready to come in and talk. Yeah. And I think your theme was healing. Yeah. And so like, I lo- I'm all about it because God, we have, we have a lot of that to do. And so where do we start? I, I'm interested in where you're at mm. with, with healing too. It sounds like you kind of always seem to have a plan in motion, which is good. And you came to interview me Yeah, without came telling me, <laughs> how dare you? Kid, how are you sleeping at night? <laughs> oh um, my God. This whole time I've had the camera on myself instead of on you. I apologize to the viewers. There we go. That's better. Well, maybe now you need to oh apologize to the viewers. I'm sorry. We're, we will heal. We maybe go. I have a face for radio. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, here we go. She's got a new haircut. Okay. It looks good. Okay. I'm going to grow it out, though. It looks good. I like it. Okay. That's the now plan. We can, Thank now you. We can see the earrings and the whole thing. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. Healing. Healing. Forgiveness. Oh. All these things. And how? Um, how, really? You know, I, I, I spoke last time, and obviously it wasn't aired, but, you know, I, I've been through two years where I've been a safe place for my patients to talk about suicidality and, and being ostracized from their families and trying for so long to get pregnant and making decisions intuitively that made sense for their body um, when they'd already been through so much, so many miscarriages, um, and just not willing to risk anything and, and holding, holding space for real trauma and mental health crises in my mm-hmm. practice in the last two years. And then going through it myself too with some some um, 
like I said, some bullying and harassing and, and trying to figure out how do we how do we forgive forgiveness is something i'm really working on because i understand that forgiveness is really more for us right it's it's not that you need to still um and maybe in some cases you do move on with somebody i think if someone's genuinely apologetic or or really like can digest their behavior and apologize for it I, that's that's enough for me you know mm. I, I if somebody genuinely is like hey i was in a place where i thought this was okay and I did some really cruel things to you and I'm really sorry. And how can we move on from this? I would move on from it. Mm. Now, from certain people, you're never gonna get that. And, and you know, and then how do you, how do we forgive in order for our own spirits to be intact? And that, that's kind of a question I'm putting mm. out there for everyone and, and for you, how, how do we create? And for me, it's been journaling and meditating and, um, and even kind of having a conversation with somebody in time and space that's not real, but it is real for your heart to say, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, there is a lot of confusion over what even forgiving someone means. Yeah. And we're kind of brought up, at least I was, to think that that means you're letting someone off the hook. Yes. And it's like, well, no, I'm not, why would I forgive them yeah. until they do X, Y, Z? Yeah. When really it's, it's, I think that what you're alluding to, I think is like, no, it's not about the other person. It's no. about me. Yeah. It doesn't mean you let them off the hook. It's letting yourself move on because when you're carrying that weight, it's yeah. like, okay, now I'm punishing myself for something that yeah. they did hypothetically. Like, yeah, they you, did something. You're, you're carrying it. No, I'm carrying it. Like that's not yeah. flipping fair. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a break. So you're kind of letting yourself, giving yourself permission to sort of like, Hey dude, it's like, okay, yeah. I'm going to move on from that. And like, I don't need, the thing is needing closure. Yeah. And sometimes that's like hard too. Yeah. At least for me, I have a couple lingering things in yeah. my past, like the last couple of years. Yeah. You probably do too, I'm sure. hundred percent. And it's like, that's hard to like yeah. get over. And I think about bumping into those people yeah. and how am I going to react in a way that shows maturity, but also uh, how do you be the bigger person yeah. in, in the heat of the moment when yeah. you don't know how you're going to react? I don't know. It's, it's a, I, I've been tapping into kind of um, a couple of things. And one is, one is just having grace, which is, um, you know, I'm going to have to be doing a lot of social things this year where I'm going to run into the couple of people who've been especially uh, disappointing to say the least. And I think it's, it's not wishing, obviously not wishing any harm and, and actually like maybe even wishing goodness in their life. And also knowing that I, I have no responsibility to need to have a conversation to need to even be nice or placate, but to have grace and, and hold space for them to do their own thing mm. and for me to do my own thing. And um, so if you see someone, for example, if we dive yes. into that for a sec, let's yeah. say you see someone, yeah. let's just make it a woman, for example, yeah. and you see her at an event, yeah, which you, which we will across the room yeah. in that, uh, maybe I'm getting a little too dialed in here, yeah. but like, are you waving, avoiding eye contact? Um, because I think, about, I think this exact scenario for I, myself. Totally. I, I, I've like, thought a lot about it and I think you don't wave because that's inviting something that you're not moving on into later mm -hmm. is like, Oh, Hey, can we catch up? No, I don't, I'm not interested in a catch up, mm -hmm. but maybe it's a, I smile to say, I acknowledge we're in the same room together. I'm going to be kind in my space giving mm -hmm. and that's all I'm giving. Right. Cause I worry. I like the idea of the eye smile. Yeah. Cause then if you don't do the eye contact, then it looks like, from their perspective, maybe not that you really care what they think. Yeah. There's so many layers to it. No, like, I know. Oh, see, I knew Geneva was avoiding me because yeah. well, she, that's what I mean. she's wrong. And the, you know, the, the avoidant or the angry or the hostile, the back to is also 
damaging to us. Mm -hmm. You know, it hurts our spirit to have to do that the whole time. So I think, I don't know, grace and, and acknowledgement and that's it. And that's the boundary is, is, um, you're a human, you're in this room. I give you grace to do your own thing and to talk to everybody. And Mm -hmm. I'm acknowledging you through, I don't know, an eye, an eye smile. I like it. That's a a 2020 smile, the eye smile, (laughs) the crinkle. You're right. We should be experts at that by now. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) The eye smile. Yeah. I guess that's, that's one, one important thing we've got to be ready for as we head back into social time and holidays and, and maybe getting back together with family, hopefully that, uh, shunned us yeah you know so exactly. it's gonna be a real thing glad you wanted to talk about this because i don't yeah. think i've had this conversation with anyone yeah yet and um yeah and i think that, that it's a big thing forgiveness actually and I, mm. I think it is a really big thing again for our own spirit and for what i've seen in in my patients you know losing weight and having all this problem like a lot of health problems stress is the cause of all dis-ease in the body, right? Like Mm. it really is stress. If if you think about, or, or even if you have say something like an autoimmune disease or cancer or virus, a bacterial infection, if you are stressed, sleep deprived, anything on top of that, it's going to be amplified, Mm. especially autoimmune or gut diseases, right? Like those really reside in the stomach. So how do we create a, a platform in our bodies that we're so strong in our wellness and our security of who we are, and our mindfulness and and what's important to us right you know Mm -hmm. um you must feel in people's bodies the the tightness a hundred percent i feel myself just being clenched sometimes i'm like what am i doing like i'm just uh because i'm thinking about something and i could feel actually like okay this part of my body is like a statue right yeah (laughs) Yeah. absolutely well i'll tell you a quick story i had a patient who i was seeing for years and she had chronic back pain and it was like a wall touching her body. And then that wall, as soon as I touch someone, it also impacts my energy, right? So I might tighten up because there's always a transduction, like we're having an energy exchange right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, I I was treating her for a long time. And then she kind of, as patients do, they kind of fall off or or do whatever, you know, you don't see them for a little while. And every time I was kind of feeling like a failure, I like, I'm, I'm not making a big difference. She's not telling me she's feeling better. I'm not getting good adjustments in her body when I'm doing it. Everything feels stuck and hard. And then about two years later, I see her name on the schedule. And my first thought was, oh, it's going to be nice to see her. It's been a long time. And my second thought was, oh, I'm, is this going to, am I going to feel like a failure in this appointment? Because Mm. you know what I mean? You have a memory of how things go and it, she, she did nothing wrong and she was never upset, but I was always like, I never really like felt like I I always, I, it's like, it's, I'm in the flow with work, right? When it's Mm. on, it's on. And when it doesn't feel like it works, it, it kind of is jarring or, or Mm. again, a, a failure. Anyway, she comes in, I'm feeling her body very different, like very receptive, blah, blah, blah. I start working on her. I kid you not, probably the best is like, everything's flowing. I'm like, holy, and I just said to her, what has happened in the last two years that's changed? And she said to me, well, I was having an affair and I was holding it in and I, you know, it it was affecting, she she had children and and it was affecting everything. Her, oh, it was also with a boss of her at work. So I thought you were gonna say, I'm having an affair and this man has loosened me up Oh, and I feel like butter now. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. That, that clearly, he did, he, clearly he was the wrong man to have an affair right. with because when he was loosening her up, it was tightening her up. Okay, that, oh, this so, is getting worse. Right, okay. Um, but She's no. loose now because she stopped having the affair. Exactly. Yes, okay. 
Yes, orgasms do definitely really help Mm. what's happening in the body. Mm. It's a whole parasympathetic nervous system experience, right? Which is sometimes why you can almost feel like you're in shock after a really good one is like Mm. you're dizzy and maybe you get, anyways, whole other Mm. story. End of the story of (laughs) hers is that she was holding on all of this deception and, and, and probably feeling out of integrity in her body. And that's what she brought into her appointment and I couldn't move her. Mm -hmm. And then when that was all out in the open. She was repairing her marriage. She felt connected with her kids. It was like, like butter. Wow. Yeah. Really carry it. Just, uh, yeah, all of it. Oh my God. Okay. So what else we want to talk about healing? Yeah. We want to talk about, um, let's talk about one thing that's um, getting on my mind right now. Virtue signaling. Oh, you want to go right in? Yes. I want to hit it. This This is why this is why you were one of my favorites. I was just thinking, you know, the other day that somehow (laughs) we've, we've divided into teams. You know, like if I'm, I don't know, if if I'm, you know, double masks and wearing a like a Ukraine T-shirt or that's my profile picture, then that means I also care about LGBTQ plus two spirit. I also care about abortion rights. I also care about, you know, X, Y, Z. And then I was like, wait a second, how did I get, where did we get teased out in these things? Like, and and every human is so complex and I can care very much about people's choice and what's been happening in the last two years. And also think that masks are bad for mental health and for our, back, our, our own physical health. And I can care about abortion rights. Isn't it bizarre? You know, if like, you don't want how to wear did a mask. I get, how, did, how did that happen? Listen, if you don't want to wear a mask, now you're racist. Oh, I know. These are the, the jumps that have been made in this, yeah. uh, with this strange game of yes. division. It's, actually insane it, it is and and the whole world i felt like at one point was kind of going towards this thing like we're we're all one we all care about eating good food and dancing and our children and making love and and music you know like uh, that's the innate human human dichotomy or human genome you know is is that yeah is I, love i felt like um the couple <laughs> years leading up to the pandemic we were all about supporting small business yeah, exactly and you know loving everyone no matter who you are and how you identify and it was like this real unity and it felt really good yeah and then suddenly it that just went complete reverse and it was dividing and yeah like and i feel i feel like it was by design i don't know how you feel about that well no a hundred percent and it's just gotten to a a level of absolute craziness you know that that I, I just can't even relate to it is how mm-hmm. we decided we've teased out this camp and this camp when when all of us are complex and, and nuanced. And at the end, I hope we're all really good people and, and wanting to have a safe environment for all human beings and life on this planet. But um, yeah, I found that really interesting. I, I uh, you know, even going to a live musical festival and seeing people in like double masks and then hearing the conversations and being like, oh, these people don't care. I'm like, oh, wow, that's that's uh, the perception, which is so um, it's actually quite ignorant. Yeah. Oh, it is. It really is. It's not critical thinking. It's not. Um, yeah, it's it's small. It's small behavior. If you supported the convoy, for example. Yeah. There's a whole list of things that you are now. You're I mean, a huge long list like I, you hate uh, transgender people. Yeah. Or you, um, you know, you, you're, you're racist or you, it's but, like, but what does that say about the people supporting the convoy that are transgendered and that are of different races than Caucasian in Canada, of which there are many, you know, mm-hmm. then their voices aren't worthy or, you know, I, I just, it's, it's really very bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm gonna be I'm gonna tell you something honestly um, that I haven't told really anyone is that I actually knew about the convoy before it became as big as it was and I went out at four in the morning to Langley and did Cairo for all the truckers about to get on the road to go to did you really? Ottawa. I did wow and I brought a plethora of like people donated to me, you know, in my smaller circle, granola bars and stuff. And I brought them it for them to put it on the road. And do you want to know how many white truck drivers there were? Not many. Mm. So uh, I was yeah. like, this is something really special I'm doing. And should I share about it? And something in my stomach said, don't tell anyone. Mm. And again, that's, that makes me feel sad. You know, that I, I got up at four in the morning with my friend and drove to Langley and it was a really beautiful experience for me to put these people on the road because they were driving from BC to, to Ottawa and, and to think, to have that intuition in my stomach, don't tell anyone. And you're the first person I'm telling, mm. you know? Wow. It made me, it makes me actually like emotional now yeah. that, that, that I did something that I felt was really special and I'm still in fear of talking about. Isn't that crazy yeah. how we let people, uh, it's the woke mob. I feel like it, the yeah. woke mob is. It's. I feel like it's almost like an imaginary thing. Yeah. Because there really aren't, aren't. I don't think a lot of people who are like there aren't millions of people who are going to judge you for it. Yeah. But there's this perception. Yeah. Because of a small number of people that are loud, and I do think algorithms and other things yeah. are amplifying a small number of voices to keep too. you in a place of fear where you can't share something beautiful like that. Exactly. You know? That yeah. I was so proud of. Mm -hmm. You know. And then mm -hmm. I was like, I these people are making a big drive to Ottawa and I want their bodies to feel good. I'd give you a hug right now, but I'm probably sweating in this, yeah. in this booth. <laughs> I think I'm sweating too. Um, well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I mean, I think and, that we, and you know, I didn't even intend to, but I'm like, I, I am proud of that. Yeah. It, it was special. Yeah. That's, that feels like something that you would do. Yeah. I wasn't surprised to hear you tell me that because you're that kind of beautiful person. Thank you. And I think we all have, now I feel like my eyes getting a little, Yeah. we all have things that we are hiding. Yeah. Um, beautiful things. And it's out of like love and goodness. And I'm mm -hmm. so proud that, you know, we have these humans that are willing to share how they're feeling and representing a large body of us that are very critical thinkers in Canada and are like, okay, um, this doesn't feel good. And mm -hmm. it's scary. And, and, you know, getting back to actually the the thing about this divisiveness too is it, it a lot of it is hypocritical too because if you look at what they're doing taking away cash, who is that going to hurt the most? It's the most marginalized people. Think about what you need to have a card or digital currency. You need to have an address. You need to have proof of a job or some source of income. You need to have two pieces of ID to go into a bank. So how many people have we just cut out of society by saying you can't use cash here? Oh, think of the the woman who's in an abusive relationship trying to stash a little bit of extra yeah. cash, you know, somewhere in a jar yeah. so that she can save up enough to like get away from this guy. Yeah. Or the person who's trying to have a garage sale to make a couple of extra bucks because they want to buy their kid new shoes for the back to school, under the table work, all that stuff. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. And what about the autonomy of cash? Like mm. I think of us as as animals, as we are, and should we not be able to live a free life and go into a coffee shop and purchase a coffee or I don't know, me go into Honey's sex shop and buy something. You know what I mean? Like where's the autonomy? in where we're, we're, we're spending our money. I don't like to, the idea that every single dollar I spend is being tracked. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like, again, wearing tinfoil on my head and worrying about 
like, I don't know, a spaceship coming in here, which, you know, I've learned a lot more about that and who knows what's, <laughs> what's happening there. But, you know, I don't consider myself mm. to be at the extreme range of, of theories. And, and part of it is I don't even want that in my head of mm. thinking about like the, the more nefarious purposes of all of this, but I simply do not want everything that I do to be tracked. Mm-hmm. I don't want my spending habits tracked so that, you know, I'm getting um, emails from ding dong insurance saying, oh, you need this or whatever, you know, <laughs> or, or ding dong insurance saying, uh, hey, you you ate uh, ice cream four yeah. times last month. We're jacking up your yeah, uh, insurance exactly. rates because yeah, like, when you're that tracked, it's no, no, thanks, incredible. Ding, no, thanks, ding dong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ding dong insurance. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by. <laughs> we just lost the ding dong sponsorship. Yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> It is really intense. It's really weird. Yeah. To think that everything will be digital like that. And um, and the idea, I mean, like I said, we don't want to get down to crazy land, but yeah. just the idea that uh, your money can be controlled. Like, the, the, want to know what's hot for me right now is the, and what's this, hot for this you? is going to get, this is, <laughs> it is, I know. This There's a little fan a... there. You can turn it up if you want. It's all right. Get a little bit of a breeze. I like it um, hot. I'm, and this is, gets really, pe- people really upset is the whole climate thing. Yeah. And the, the idea that that will be used. Um, whatever's, whatever's happening with the climate, yeah. it's going to be used and harnessed for more control and power. And they're yeah. saying they're going to be climate lockdowns. And they'll say now that you're, what, you'll be limited on what you can buy based on its carbon print score. Yeah. So you go shopping at a, at a store and yeah. they say, sorry, you can't purchase this pair of pants because you've already, you're over your limit of yeah. carbon footprint points for the month. So maybe next month you can go and buy that. Is it a problem that so, I run my house on five generators? Hey, I'm all, <laughs> just kidding. I'm all about it. All about the generators. I'm just kidding. And this is the other thing. Okay, like, even getting back to the climate thing, yeah. first that's crap. And that is, a, again, over uh, big brothering. Yeah. But also, you, I think you probably know, I've always cared about the environment. Like, I can't stand seeing people using coffee cups and, and stuff that they just yeah. use for five minutes and throw away. Yeah. So what now, again, you know, double masked walking around, you also care about the environment and someone else doesn't like I'm, I'm, I want this to be done. I want this division to stop because we all care about different things. All of us have a very unique set of values. Mm -hmm. And inherently, again, I want us to believe everyone wants the good for everyone. I think most of us are just great people. There's just a few bad apples. I know I'm a great person. Even on (laughs) both, me too. Yeah. But you're right. People who are on both quote unquote sides. Yeah of and it's weird that it's been set up like that yeah everyone feels like they are doing the best thing yeah exactly everyone feels like they're doing doing, doing the best except we've been pitted against each other and it's yeah. just weird yeah how do we stop all this madness what's going on you know i'll, I'll tell you a couple of things that i've done um i limit the amount of stuff that i see that's going to be super triggering for me because i tend to be a little fiery i i am and and maybe it's because i'm a double leo aries i don't know mm. this is uh can you care about horoscope and choice? No, no, that's no. not allowed. Okay, no. sorry, yeah. that's not. Anyways, um, <laughs> I I tend to like get I I'm fiery. I How get, are you limiting? Well, what you see? You know, like if, an IG, you mean, or yeah, yeah, yeah. If somebody's you know got a lot of triggering posts, maybe I'll just unfollow. I don't need to tell them. Hey, yeah. I hate your opinion. You know, because they're totally entitled to mm-hmm. to how they feel and. Right. And so am I. So maybe I'll just kind of hide them in my feed. I certainly don't follow any actual media anymore, which like, I mean, like news media. That's, like CTV that's, and oh global. God. Yeah, that's CBC. just been absolutely like 
that was, that was a really hard one. That was the biggest disillusionment for me was like, oh, I was, I know the reality of this because I was there and it's being portrayed as this. It, it just felt like some sort of bizarro world to me mm. that, that I could see what was, you know, it, it's just, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. bad. And so that's ruined for me forever. Mm -hmm. um, it's like George Orwell's 1984. Yeah. Like it's just bizarre. And then I also don't get in like Twitter fights. I, I don't, I'm not like, I think Twitter is really. I feel like you'd be so good at it though. I know. It's too bad. But to you know what? <laughs> I've got the problem of being super fiery and super sensitive. Right. Super fiery and super sensitive, which isn't mm. a good combo because yeah. then like you're like, and then you're like, even though that's true, not true. I'm not getting out of bed now. You know, <laughs> it's a good yeah. thing to strengthen. It's a good thing to strengthen. And and like like I said, like I came here and left and was like, I'm scared of of putting out anything. And now I'm like, hey, I'm here and I know who I am and I'm going to talk to you and I'm not afraid of what gets aired. Um, so I think I'm strengthening that muscle a little bit. Yeah. But it takes it takes a little bit of that. And and. Again, you have to decide what you can handle emotionally at any given time. And Twitter is not something I have time for when I'm like, I actually want to change the world in a lot of ways. Mm, so mm. that's where my energy is going to go. Yeah. It's like in the room with my patients, in every interaction I have with people, in the way I'm raising my daughters, in the people I surround myself with, in, in the philanthropy and the ways I'm going to volunteer. That's where my energy is going to go mm. right now. And everyone has a different purpose. Like I some, see some warriors on Twitter and, and they need to be doing that. I'm not saying it's necessary. I'm just saying, I think we all need to recognize where our work is mm -hmm. and how we're going to stay emotionally, physically safe and make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're in a position where like, even on a basketball team, some, someone is going to be yeah. the dunker, someone's going to be yeah. the passer. And if you're trying to be the dunker and it's depressing you or leaving you like, you know, in bed for days yeah. afterwards, like, and switch positions. Yes. Like, you know, doesn't I, mean your role's not important. It's like, we all, we all got our thing. Yeah. For me, it's the word grit pops up. It's yeah. like this, Um, and for me, I was always very, very sensitive to what people yeah. thought about me. And that came Which from, is hard because you, you're it, out there. Right, when, when I was in radio, it was like, you get, you get ratings based on like every minute you're uh, rated. Yeah. And then the boss looks down at you if, well, well this morning. Well, he didn't like when you said about, <laughs> you know all-purpose cleaner like one word <laughs> one week you're a hero yeah because the ratings were good and the next week uh you know yeah. you're and it's like i know and trying to ride that emotional so then you kind of feel like you have to run like you're running for mayor all the time yeah. you always have to be on and be saying the the most popular opinion yeah. and then so for me it's like giving that up I, I honestly don't even give a flying f what people think about me anymore well, I know. which is so liberating well of course it is and, and, and yeah. it's it's like a, actually an evolution in who you're gonna who your spirit what your spirit is mm. you know for your whole life and a lot of people will never get there so congrats mm. like that's a big deal i see people who are ranting and raving about things that i don't agree with at all yeah but i i go damn good for that person yeah. for like not giving a flying yeah what anyone thinks and mm -hmm. like so there's a little bit of at one point which helped me get to where I am now, a little bit of envy there in a good yeah. way. Like, in, like, I shouldn't say envy, I should say inspiration, where you go, my God, this person doesn't even care. I don't agree with what they're saying, but like, they actually don't care what anyone thinks. And like, I go, God, that must be so freeing. Yeah. And that pushed me into be, to be a little more free. And I think that's maybe what we all have to move towards. Yeah, I've come know? leaps and bounds in two years, mm. leaps and bounds. In terms of not caring what people think? Yeah. 
yeah. in terms of being like, this is my voice and, and like, I'm on this planet to share it mm -hmm. because you know what? I'm not using my voice to manipulate anyone, to hurt anyone. I'm using my voice where I see an imbalance of information and poor wellness and anxiety and depression because of what's being imposed on people. Mm -hmm. So out of pure love and critical thinking, I'm going to be out there in the world, never to harm. So I, I, you know, if I have that intention and that value, and I also have the education behind it, nothing's stopping me. Mm -hmm. And why are we all so sensitive? Uh, we've been raised that way. Like, oh my God, <laughs> like this whole. <laughs> don't talk in class. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's. Like your, your, your thoughts or your opinion hurt me so much yeah. that like, I yeah. need to try and get you deleted or I need to tell someone oh about gosh. you or yeah. it's like this uh, bizarre, like, do they call that it? person hurt my feelings. So let's all hate them. Yeah. Like, do you realize that like, yeah. it wasn't very long ago, like our grandparents or great grandparents, what their life was like, what the kind of grit that they had oh, to have. I know. Actually, I'm reading some good books right now. There's two that are kind of like really supporting me right now when I'm on my drives in between listening to murder mysteries, right. I listened to, um, <laughs> the coddling of the American mind, which is, Oh, I've heard of that. It's excellent. Who's the author of that? Um, my memory yeah. is terrible now, so I mind. won't even remember, you know, what where I parked when I leave here. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> the important yeah. stuff sticks. I don't know who, but anyways, Coddling of the American Mind, excellent read. Mm. And, and really kind of even getting into, you know, what we kind of pre-talked about, how institutions are now being forced. And these are, you know, our educational institutions are are the the gold standard of our critical thinking and and testing of every theory and every science should always be occurring every thought this is philosophy this is science this is medicine this is law this is our university system and that is now being like oh you can't say that because that's going to hurt someone's feelings that's going to da 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 mm. that's the space where we're trying to elicit reaction and change you know and having fresh young minds come up well, to exactly. question theories that yeah. have been in stone for so long and having one you know commerce professor that thinks this is great and one commerce professor that thinks this is great and and having a good you know duke out of what is but yeah. um so that is an excellent book and then i'm also listening to a marianne williamson book um called tears to triumph and that's the so i i kind of feel like it's the the heart the good gritty book and then it's like this thing reminding me to be in love and to be in forgiveness, um, to be in in reverence of how lucky I am to be alive and that my daughters are healthy and safe and that we live in Vancouver, you know, like, so it's it's this nice balance for me. You're, you seem to have a good uh, attitude about the fall. Yeah, I, 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 I intuitively feel good about mm. the fall because I think that, um, I think that we have a lot of evidence supporting that the most important thing for us is to take care of our health mentally and physically, and that we need to move on in life because we're seeing a lot of problems in terms of what's happened in lockdowns and a lot of, um, again, like uh, socioeconomic mental wellness has been affected by what's happened the last two years. So we need to create safety and our generations that are coming up. And that means returning to the fact that this is going, it's been through 95% of the global population. So it's gonna continue to just go in like a rhinovirus or a parvovirus, which animals get, you know, like it's it's never going away and it's gotta be seen as that. If the mask thing comes back pretty heavy in the fall, that might be a thing. Maybe it'll be like, you don't need any more jabs, but maybe it's gonna be the, the heavy mask yeah, thing. How I, are you gonna handle that? Curious. I don't know, That that's a, a super trigger for me yeah. because 
um, I still have yet to see good evidence that it doesn't actually increase a lot of other things like respiratory illness, asthma, you're breathing in your own bacteria all day, you're not getting good oxygen. Um, Microfibers, my, well, you're breathing in. Exactly. Like I, I and, and not to mention the social aspect of it. And what's happened in schools is now you've got like the division of kids who who wear them against the kids who don't and the teachers that wear them and it's 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 a very uncomfortable feeling and I think that schools could have done a lot better, given what evidence there is and also what like school age kids and their risk factors right like. Um, they're certainly not in the same risk bracket as somebody with a whole bunch of underlying health conditions and older. Um, so I, I think schools didn't handle it well. I don't think their guidance was good either, but I think the information's there now that it's healthier for kids to not wear masks to school. But that being said. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we were lucky we got a, our doctor gives a doctor's note for yeah. our, our kids so they didn't have to wear them at school because the principal wanted a, a doctor's note. Yeah which was like, really? Okay, get your doctor's note. Yeah. Very sweet yeah. uh, person and great, actually very professional, except just, I think that was a good thing you hit on. They just got bad information. Yeah, and, 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 and they have to, I, I feel for schools because they have to contend with a lot of parents mm -hmm. that have, uh, my kids go to a private school and I can't, I already know the parents that go there and the emails that they get and the calls that they get. So I do feel a lot of compassion and empathy for the schools trying to kind of placate every parent. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and public schools, I mean, it, I guess they have to follow, they, well, everyone has to follow the provincial guidelines, right? But at least public schools, you know, they probably don't worry as much about kids leaving the school or choosing another one, which anyways, at the end of the day, guess who should be the most important? Our kids, mm -hmm. yeah. our kids, not what looks good politically, not what placates parents, but like what is, what actually is good for our children's health, mm -hmm. which is being exposed to viruses and bacteria at a young age so that you build white blood cells in your thymus, which actually starts to desiccate after the age of seven. So we need to, that's our, our T cell army is from the thymus. So we need to develop that until the age of seven. We need to be exposed to as much as we can. So we have this intelligence, right? Mm -hmm. And you take that away by, you know, wiping all the bacteria off your hands every two seconds and wearing a mask it's gonna affect the immune systems are our next generations coming up. Yeah. I believe, I mean, I can't. I mean, I can't it speak. sounds like a bunch of, a bunch of hogwash yeah. to me, but yeah, <laughs> it's funny because I've had a couple of people, including my former boss, yeah, like sit down with me for a beer and, um, and say, so like, this is like a couple of weeks before they yeah. fired me. So like, kid, what's the deal, bro? Yeah. Like, do you, do you just not believe in science? Oh. And I was like, wow in my head and i kind of got the smile on my face and it's like no it's that i do believe in science yeah that i have these opinions yeah and i take my advice from like scientists and doctors yeah you're taking your advice from politicians, politicians. yeah politicians right? still you're on the defense oh, oh. about saying something that's so obviously full of critical thought and you're still looking like the I don't know. I, I, it's, it's the crazy person. Yeah. Because yeah. now we've got these sentences that as soon as someone says them to you, you're debunked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or you're, I'm just keep, we're just keeping everyone safe. Oh, so I don't want to keep anyone safe. Yeah. I clearly want people to get harmed. Mm. Oh, we're just um, trying to protect people. Oh, we're just working with science. Oh, okay. So I'm working with, um, you know, yeah, the clown hobble, show. Hobble gobble. <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
I, ding dong, I'm working with Ding Dong Insurance. I'm working okay? with Ding Dong Insurance and Hobble Cobble News. Okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's crazy. But I, uh, I, I also part of my for, like fiery personality is I just feel, oh God, I feel disappointed in people. Mm. It's it's. How do you get over that? Well, I guess like that comes to the the forgiveness part. But there's so many smart people like for me that I followed and 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 loved on Instagram, yeah. uh, loved them from afar. And really had like such a high yeah. esteem for these people. Yeah. And then I've seen, oh my God, oh no. Yeah. You're one of those people saying, make, making fun of people doing their own research. Yeah. And yeah. Go, oh, a disappointment's that, the word. It it's is. Like, oh, I'm not it's, even mad at you. I'm just, I'm, I'm it's sad so for disappointing. you. disappointing. Kind of sad for them. Yeah. I mean, the small part of me is, has, is not nice in my brain, but the, <laughs> <laughs> the big part of me and the deeper spiritual part is just disappointed. Yeah. I just wish for those people that they line up and get as many jabs as they can. Yeah. Yeah. Like six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's enough. <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> okay. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I, th I said it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's disappointment. It's disappointment. Yeah. So there's a lot to um, get over yeah. in the fall as we start uh, getting back together and people hanging out again. Yeah. And uh, what else? What else is on your mind? Anything else? Did we cover it all? No, I think we covered it all. Yeah. I think, I think this is good. Don't want to start yelling name, like listing names. Yeah. People. That wouldn't People be the, that, that wouldn't be the big part of me. Who's the list? <laughs> who's getting smiley eyes? Who's getting smiley eyes? Just give us one name. No. <laughs> they know who they are. Oh yeah. And, and a lot of yeah. people do. So yeah, yeah. Smiley eyes. Smiley eyes for eye for all. Smiley eyes for smiley all. Smiley eyes for all. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. This is good to like just get things off our chests, and uh, I think you brought some really good points about how to forgive and how to yeah. move on, how to handle uh, the people that we bump into. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. And um, like Salt and Pepper said, if I want to get a guy home with me tonight, it's none of your business. So I think we should all, I think that's not even the right lyric. I just mean like, let's stay in our lane. I don't recall that let's, lyric. If, if I want to I, I get a guy home to me. If I want to take a guy home with me tonight, it's none of your business. And if she want to be a freaking selling on the weekend, none of your business. I agree with it. What song yeah. is that from? None of your business. The, Oh, I'm not oh. saying that to you. That's the name of the song. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know Shoop and no. What a Man. And yeah, okay. That's a good okay. one. All right. It's none of your business. Yeah. It's none of your damn business. Yeah. She said it. She came. She said, it's none of your damn business. Yeah. I'm not even going to ask her where she's going after this because none of my damn business. <laughs> Thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you have a question or comment about this episode, leave it inside the app. Go to the app store, Kid Carson, or contact me through kidcarson.com.